Hi, this is Rick Thompson, the pastor at Living Water Community Church. This is our podcast, and I want to thank you for joining us today. I hope this message builds your faith and blesses you. Please enjoy it. Good morning, everyone. I want to welcome you all to the Living Water Community Church. If you're joining us online, welcome and thank you for being with us this morning. My name is Pastor Steve. I am one of the teachers here at Living Water Community Church. It is a pleasure to be with you this morning. What a worship, huh? What a worship. Praise God. Yeah, give it to them. They, they did a good job. They did a good job. Praise God. You know, I, I like that song. Darkness trembles at the name of Jesus. And we all have some kind of darkness. Sometimes we go to, through that spiritual darkness. And, and we can get afraid of that, you know, if we're not careful. And, and to know that we can call upon the name of Jesus when that happens. Amen? Oh, praise God. I am going to continue in this series that we are going through, which is TikTok. And my title for you today is Time is Short. Time is Short. Ecclesiastics 3.2 says a time to be born, a time to die, a time to plant, and a time to root. And as Pastor Sean shared with us this morning of his friend in that accident, yes, we, we, we don't know. We just don't know when that time is. And our scripture for today that I'm going to work out of is Romans Chapter 13, verse 11 through 14. And it says, and do this, understanding the present time. The hour has already come for you to wake up from your slumber. Because your salvation is nearer now than when we first believed. The night is nearly over. The day is almost here. So let us put aside the deeds of darkness and put on the armor of light. Let us behave decently as in the daytime, not carousing and drunkenness, not in sexual immorality and debauchery, not in dissension and jealousy. Rather, clothe yourselves with the Lord Jesus Christ and do not think about how to gratify the desires of the flesh. Now, throughout history, man has been ingenious about, make, uh, about the making of time. From the beginning, God established the great timekeepers in the sky. In Genesis 1.14, God said, And let there be lights in the expanse of the sky, to separate the day from night and let them serve as signs to mark seasons and days and years. And so the movement of the sun across the sky marked the the passage of one day. There is evening and there is morning the first day. And so we see the passage of the day And then again, the rhythm of the moon from full to uh, uh, to half moon to nail 
You see the little slither to back to full moon. And again, somewhat marking the passage of the month, although not precisely. We see with the passing of the seasons, winter, spring, summer, fall, the turning of the years. Now, it wasn't until man developed the sundown that we're able to take a day and break it into smaller portions and mark the passage of time by tracing the shadow across the face of the sundown. Of course, sundowns had their, had their problems. How are you going to mark the passage of the night hour? Perhaps a watchkeeper standing on the wall, needing to know how much time was left on his, on the, on the, on his guard, t- on his duty. And so man developed water clocks. And, and so there would be bowls with certain hole size, and the water would flow out of the bowl, and it would measure a certain number of hours. The problem is that the bowl, the hole got larger, and it would wear out, and so it was inaccurate. Also, the flow of the water would be affected by its temperature. So then the hourglass was developed. Time was measured with the flow of sand, which was more impervious to temperature. The problem is that you had to be there to turn it over when the last grain of sand fell through. Then came the 12-hour clock, the 12-hour hourglass, filled with sand, but it was so heavy that no one could turn it. And so great ingenuity was shown in the development of the water clocks and the sand clocks. It wasn't until the development of the mechanical escapement, the mechanism inside of a clock, which enables uh, force to be transferred to a gear and the swinging of a pendulum that things got accurate. It is in describing the sound of the clock that gave us the title of our series, Tick Tock, Tick Tock, Tick Tock. Now, we're in the atomic age. If you look up the definition of a sound, of a second, it's certain number of vibrations and of the cesium at the atom. If we look it up in the internet, it tells us the atomic time, exactly perfect. But for all of its genius at making the passage of time, man has never been able to answer the question, which is the first one of your handout this morning. How much time is left? How much time is left? Something that man has been trying to uh, uh, capture and understand. Thank you, brother. But it's something that hasn't been able, we haven't been able to answer. And it's something that everyone has questioned at one time or another. How much time do I have left? 
Thank you, brother. How much time? We all want to know. Lord, how much time? And I think he doesn't tell us because then we would go around doing all kinds of sorts of things and we wait till the last few days or months and we go, oh, Lord, now I'm fully dedicated to you. I know no one else thinks that way around here but me. Okay, sorry. <laughs> but yeah, he, it, 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 it would interfere greatly with what his plan is for us. And then Paul, in our reading today, he answers that question and he says, your second feeling, it is later than you think. 1 John 2.18, it says, Dear children, this is the last hour. And as you have heard that the Antichrist is coming. And, uh, excuse me, even now many Antichrists have come. This is how we know it is the last hour. And, 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 and Paul opens up and he, he, with a sense of urgency. He says, you, you, you got to understand. You do not understand. In verse 11, he says, you do not understand. He says, the, pres- the, the, the present time, it, it, it's the last hours. The hour has already come for you to wake up, folks. It's time for us to wake up, wake up, wake up to what's going on around us. He says, because our salvation is nearer now than when we first believed. If I, if I ask around here and, and we do a... a, 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 a we take a, um, we ask online a survey as to how long you've been saved. Some would say 5, 10, 15, 20, 30, 40, 50 years. So Paul is saying that your salvation literally is closer, you're much older now, than when you first believe. And I know we've been, we've been, listen, I, I grew up in the church and I've been hearing this for the longest. God is coming back soon. God is coming back soon. Any minute, Jesus is coming back. You have to be ready. You have to be ready. Folks, I'm about, I don't even know. Lena reminds me all the time. I think I'm 58, something like that. And that's how long I've been hearing that Jesus is coming back. So I understand when people say, you know what, this, this, is, this is old. There are people that have turned away from church because they're going, you know what, this Jesus stuff, man, whenever it happens, it happens. I want no part of it. But he is, he is reminding us to, and this is, this is for those of us that are saved, folks. He is reminding us to be ready, that, 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 that the time is short, folks. The time is short. It says that our salvation is nearer that than we, when we first believed. Not our condemnation, but our salvation. It, it is constantly being worked out till the day we stand before the Lord God himself. The ultimate salvation. Paul says it is nearer now than when we first believed. Paul's logic is someday we're going to be fully saved from sin. 
There will be no temptations. The world will be purged forever from everything that causes sin and all those who do evil. Wake up. Wake up. Our salvation is nearer than before. And Jesus gives us the parables about the, the, the ten versions. And you're going to find that in Matthew 5. Uh, excuse me, 25. And, and he says, it's like the, key, the, the, the kingdom of heaven is like the ten virgins that were waiting for the bridegroom to arrive. And, and, and five, they had the, their lamps. Five of them had extra oil. The others didn't take any oil with them. And they set out to meet the bridegroom. And the bridegroom was a long time coming, so they kind of got sleepy and they, they fell asleep. And at that midnight hour, they called out, he's coming, come and meet him. Come and meet him where he's at. And the bridegrooms uh, and, and the brides got up, trimmed their lamps, and the ones with oil were fine, but the ones without oil started asking the ones with oil, please give us some oil, we don't have enough. And they said, no, it's not going to be enough for us and you. Go, go, go to the market and buy from the sellers. And as they were going, the bridegroom arrived and took those five that were ready to the banquet. And they closed the door. And as they were there, the, the, the other five arrived and they said, we're ready. We, they knocked on the door, master, master, please let us in. And he said to them, but I never knew you. But I never knew you. And I want to ask you this morning, when Christ does come back, what is he going to find you doing? Are you going to be ready? Or are you going to be too busy in, in, into whatever it is that you're doing and say, Lord, please don't come. Not yet, not yet. I'm not ready. I haven't done these things. I haven't done that. I haven't done... Where are you? Where are you in your preparation and your walk with Christ? Where are you? And that's what Paul is leading us to today. And he say, be ready. Be ready, for we do not know when the hour will be. Be ready. That would be your next villain. Be ready. Be ready. Be ready. Tell, tell, tell someone, be ready. Come on, tell each other, be ready. Be ready. Be ready, because we never know when it's going to happen. Ecclesiastes 3 and I'm going to read the, it's verse 7, but I'm going to read the second part of it. It says, a time to keep silent, a time to speak. Folks, this is not the time to keep silent. This is not the time to keep silent. This past year, many of us, lost loved ones to this COVID, to this virus. Came out of nowhere. Came out of nowhere. Took thousands of people unexpectedly. 
You think those people were expecting this to happen? Be ready. Be ready. We, 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 we've gone through, through so many things. You never know when, 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 when the time is, is, is short. The, Proverbs 27 one says, Do not boast about tomorrow. For we do not know what tomorrow is going to bring. We don't know if we're going to wake up tomorrow. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to share with you, there were some years back, um, my, my sister and her husband were living here, and he's originally from Michigan. And he decided he wanted to go back home to Michigan and retire over there, final years. I'm going, what are you going to Michigan for? He says, you know, back home, and I just want just to live my last days over there. I said, okay, but really, Michigan? You live in Florida. I said, yeah, I want to go back home. So they went back home. I helped them get back home. February, um, I don't know why, I'm, I'm saying, honey, let's, let's go visit them. In February, Michigan. It was freezing. Talk about below temperatures, below zero. I'm like, <laughs> Lord, why did you bring me here but we went, and we're sitting at the table when, I, when we arrived. This was, uh, this was Sunday night, and we're sitting at the table, and we're talking and getting together, and he's making all these plans, and we, we're, he's so proud of he because he, he, he's a big Michigan Blue fan. Um, and he's like, I'll take you to the stadium, and you can enjoy. We'll go to Ford's Museum, and, and you got you to gotta see these things. You gotta, he was so excited to have me there visiting with him. Monday morning, we're sitting at the table, eating breakfast, and he calls out to my sister. And she, you know, my, my sister, she's like, ah, what do you want, old man? He was, he was older than her. He was an elderly gentleman. What do you want, old man? Leave me alone. I told you to take your medicine already. So he goes, no, D, I need you again. And she runs into the room, and Lena runs into the room. And he's saying, I can't breathe. I can't breathe. Well, I don't know what's going on. can't breathe. Immediately, we call the ambulance. Before the ambulance got there, he was gone. And they say that he had a clot on his leg that traveled to the lungs and took him home. We do not know, folks. We do not know when the time will be for us. And Paul is just saying, listen, listen, you, you have to be ready. You have to be ready. And, 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 and we are called, we are called to have that relationship with God. Matthew uh, 6.33 says, Seek you first the kingdom of God. And 2 Timothy 2.15 says, Study to find yourself approved. And Romans 12.2 says, Renew your mind. And when, 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 when they were talking about keeping the oil in the lamp, 
That oil in the lab was represented prepared, the, 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 the storing of our mind, the storing of the word of God, the, store, the, the, the storing of, of, of everything that he has done for us, his love, his grace, his mercy. Store that into your mind because you know what? Satan's going to come to you and he's going to try to attack you. He doesn't like you already because you wear that name of son of, uh, uh, of child of God. He doesn't like you already, and he has a target out for you. And when he comes to, to, to try and deceive you, and when he comes to try and attack you, when he comes to, to, to accuse you of things, what you need to be ready to take out is that, that two-edged sword, which is the word of God, and tell him. Tell him what God has done for you. Tell him that you are forgiven. Tell him that God, that Jesus shed his blood on that cross for you. You no longer have to listen to these things. You no longer have to. Listen, listen. When, 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 when he approached Jesus and his temptation, when Jesus was up in the mountains, what did Jesus do? He said, it is written. It is written. It is in the word, folks. It is in the word. Get into it. Make sure that you study it. Study that word. That's to make yourself. It's for you. It's not. Listen, it's not because we owe God anything. He doesn't work that way. Other gods, yeah. You have to do things, do this, do that, do that for me to bless you in any way whatsoever. No. God said, I loved you so much that I sent my son to die on that cross for you. And it is a free gift. Free gift. You have to do nothing. But what Paul is telling you here is that he's giving you a warning. He's saying prepare yourself because Satan will come. When it talks about putting on the full armor of God, it talks about the fiery darts that are coming. They will come. He will shoot them at you. So you have to put on that full armor of God. Be ready, folks. Be ready. Don't let Satan take you down. Don't let him put you in a depressive mode. Don't let him tell you that you're no good for nothing anymore, that God really doesn't like you because it isn't true. Listen, folks, it's in his title. He is the father of lies. Anything that comes out of his mouth is a lie. So why do we, why do we, why do we, and I say that for myself, why do we pay attention to him? Why do we take him at his word? He's a liar. He says nothing but lies. But yet we pay attention to him. Well, I'm feeling down on myself because Satan reminded me that I did this and I did that and that. You know, last time we spoke, I said, God takes your sin and he throws them to the depths of the ocean, the, the, never to be remembered again. Never. That's not for us. There's a war going on, folks. A war going on. And in verse 12, Romans of our reading today, in verse 12, 
Paul says, put on the armor of light. Put on the armor of light. Stay away from, 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 from the evil things. Stay away from them. He says, put on that armor of light. Don't put on that carousing. Don't put on the drunkenness. Don't put on the sexual immorality. Don't put on the gossip. Don't put on the line. Anything. Listen, he mentions only a few sins here, but folks, we know there's a lot more. We're going, well, that's not me. That's not me. That's not me. I'm, it's you in one way or another somewhere. Because we all have it. The word God said we had it. He said we all or short of God's glory. So there's something about each and every one of us that we need to put aside and put on that armor of light. Our next filling, it says, we can't be the sun, S-U-N, but we can be the moon and reflect the sun, S-O-N. We can be a reflection of the sun. And that's what we are called to do. We are called to be Christ-like. We are called to be, in fact, the Word of God says that we are to be holy as He is holy. Now, it doesn't say perfect. It says holy. It says meditating on His Word. Keeping to Him. Keeping to God. Listening to God. Forsaking whatever Satan has, has put upon you. Forsaking all that, listen to God. Folks, the world needs God and his forgiveness more than ever before. It says in those days there will be wars and rumors of wars and there will be famine and storms, earthquakes. Have they been increasing lately? Listen, just in, the, in, in this last year, in 2020, with the COVID and the shutdowns, I've, I was watching because, I mean, we were blessed that we, we kept working, but I was watching in the neighborhood, there's a food bank. And the lines just kept getting longer and longer and longer. I'm saying, my God, my God, we are just not ready for this. We are not prepared and 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 the storms the categories of the storms have increased folks the 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 earthquakes the magnitudes have increased and they're happening in places where they hadn't happened before now i don't know how you feel about global warming but you know what the word of god told me these things were happening that they're going to happen. And folks, if I may say, it's going to get worse. Are we ready? Are we ready? Are we asleep? Wake up. For your salvation is nearer than it was before. Verse 13 says, cast out evil doings. Put off that wickedness, folks. Put it off, put it off, put it off. Put it off. Put it off. 
And I like how he closes out in verse 14. He says, put on Christ. They have the scripture that says, rather clothe yourself with the Lord Jesus Christ and do not think about how to gratify the desires of the, of the flesh. Put on Christ. Put on, tell your neighbor, put on Christ. Put on Christ. Put on Christ. Notice, he didn't say put on religion. Put on tradition. Put on uh, 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 whatever you grew up with. Put on culture. You know, I was, uh, uh, and, and it gets me every time that I think about it, about how the church on Sunday mornings, we, we, we talk about, and it doesn't happen here, and I, I love that about this church. I love that about this church. We, we, we talk about the love of Christ, and we talk about how, you know, we are all brothers and sisters in Christ. But do you know, I believe I've told you guys before, that Sunday's the most segregated day of the week. That's when we all go to our own churches. Spanish, American, Jamaican. We all go to our own churches. And you, do you know that someone actually came to me and said, I love, I love, I love the word that you bring forth. And I love the spirit in the church. But I have to go worship with my own kind. I said, are you serious? Don't let the door hit you on the way out. No, I didn't. <laughs> I said, are you serious? We are your kind. We are brothers and sisters in Christ. We are your kind. We are all children of God. Don't look at this. This is nothing. This is nothing. It's what's on the inside. And if you have Christ, you have God on the inside of you, you are my brother and sister. I don't care what color you are. I don't see that. I see the love of God in you is what I see. And I pray that that's the same thing you see from me. That you see the love of Christ within me. And that's what we are called to, folks. We are to, 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 to have that holiness about us, which is Christ himself, Christ-like. Amen? And I'm going to let you go with this. Not to be outdone by Pastor Sean, and he started it, and Pastor Rick. I'm going to give you one myself. They, Pastor Sean gave us a obedience rating Pastor Rick gave us love rating I'm going to give you a time rating and you'll see it in your handout it is T-W-G-D T is for time W with G is for God and D is daily what is your score? Do I even dare to write it down? But what is your score? What is my score? Time with God daily. 
time with God. Notice I said daily because we need it every day. Folks, we, <laughs> we got to drive on these highways. We have to go shopping at the, at the grocery stores in the malls. And the way things have been getting lately, you know what? People are just tired of being home. They're just tired. They're fed up. They go out, and they're so irritated. I stay away from people not because of the masks, but because I understand people are just moody. They just, you know, they don't want to be bothered. And you see it in the road, the, the the road rage is just increasing lately. That's why we need our time with God daily. You need your time with God daily. What is your score online? And we were talking mostly to those that are already saved, but even you, if you're not saved, if you haven't committed your life to Christ. I want to tell you that this is for you also. He gave you that free gift. And he's just waiting for you to say, yes, here I am, Lord. Take me. Take me. I want to be yours. I want to be your child. If you would allow me, Let's bow our heads in prayer. And, and if there's anyone, anyone that does not know, that has not said yes to God, pray with me. Say something like this. Father, I know that I am a sinner. And I understand that you are offering me a free gift of life. Free gift of salvation. Today. I don't know how much time I have left, Lord. But I know that tomorrow is not promised to me. And I hear you knocking on my door and I'm going to heed your call. Come into my life. I believe in you. And Father, I not just believe in you, but I receive you into my heart. Take up that space and move anything that is not of you, Lord, and just fill those voids. Because, Lord, I need you. I've tried doing it on my own, and I just can't do this anymore. I just can't do this anymore. Please come and be the Lord of my life. Amen. And Father, for those that are here today, those that are joining us online that are already yours, Father, give us a new anointing, Lord. A new, a fresh anointing of your word, a fresh anointing of your spirit, Father. I know that we've been in a slumber for the past probably year, year and a half now with this COVID virus, and, and we don't know what's actually happening. And, and Father, maybe we've, we, 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 we've worried a little bit. But, Father, we also know deep down inside that you are still seated on that throne. 
and nothing is going to move you until you decide to be moved. And Father, yes, we await that day of your returning, of when Jesus comes back and, and he takes us with him to that glorious banquet. Hallelujah. To be with him, to be with you. Hallelujah. To know you even more. And Father, for that ultimate salvation, that ultimate healing, that ultimate forgiveness, Lord, thank you. Thank you. We thank you this morning. And we say we love you. We truly love you with all our heart, Father. And we say thank you. In Jesus Christ we pray. Amen. The church said amen. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you so very much for listening to this message. We hope you were truly blessed. If you were, please subscribe to our podcast if you haven't already. And share it with a friend. Doing so will cause the seeds of God's word and the message of his love to spread like wildfire. So thanks again for partnering with us in this important way. Stay thirsty for Christ, my friends, until the whole world hears. God bless.